Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. So now we know that in my life, actions are necessary, but they're also my assets. My actions are my assets. Well, Neil, how did you accomplish what you accomplished? All that I have done. Went to architecture school, then worked for all these years for very little pay. All that my actions are my assets. But my actions are also liability. So my actions are both the assets and liabilities. And what we try to do is leverage the assets and renounce the liabilities. So when you file bankruptcy, what are you trying to do? You're renouncing your liabilities. But at the same token, you have to renounce your assets as well. You know, very good recent example, HDL, very well-respected, fastest-growing company, thousands of employees and millions of dollars of investment. They filed for bankruptcy. So what happened? Not only their bad deeds, they have renounced and their debt, but the assets also they have to renounce. Just got sold for like $32 million or $37 million. There are probably hundreds of million dollars worth of investment. Bhagavan said that when you file a bankruptcy on your liabilities, you have to also renounce your assets. So if I give up the sense of agency for both, my good actions and bad actions, then I'm free. You are bankrupted. You have no assets, no liability. So Bhagavan said that one who takes the doership has to suffer through merits or the sins of his actions. So the yogi, while working, he realized that he can't give up the agency, but he gives up the fruits of actions. Whatever will come out, I'll accept because I'm not the karma faladata. I'm the actor. I have the capacity to act, empowered by the Lord as my consciousness. But I have no control over what comes out from the world. The world is the karma faladata. When I practice architecture, all the efforts I put, I can give myself a project. Somebody else has to give me a project. So karma faladata is somebody other than myself. Now, in our Puranic sense, we think that karma faladata is Bhagwan. Bhagwan is keeping score of what good deeds you have done, what bad deeds you have done. Therefore, when we go to the temple, what do we ask for? Bhagwan, maaf karna jobi galti ho gai, hai Kshama. We don't say that you remember what good deeds I have done. That, I'm in control. Don't worry about you, Mr. Bhagwan. Just So whenever we are in trouble, we ask Bhagwan to forgive us for all of our bad actions. When it comes to, I'm a self-made man. 
came to this country with $8 in my pocket. When I left India, the only thing I can take with me was $8. That was the total foreign exchange India government allowed for the people who leave India. So most of us came with $8 in our pocket. Then now look at me. I'm a self-made man. So what about Nilo, your problems? Bhagwan, you take care of it. So Bhagwan said, look, neither I can take care of your problem, nor can I give you credit for what you have done. Because all these actions which you are performing is in the realm of Prakriti, not in the realm of the self. Bhagwan is functioning in the realm of self. So the verse which we will be seeing today says, Na kartrutvam na karmani lokasya srajati prabhu. This is completely in contrast to what we have believed all along. The Bhagwan is the controller of all that I do. See, every time I make mistake, I just tell them, what can I do? Bhagwan has made me like that. What can I do? Bhagwan put me in this situation. And that's a good, comforting thought. They look, I'm not doing anything wrong. Bhagwan is putting me in this situation. What can I do? And also we have this Pauranic idea that Chitragupta is writing this book. When you die, he will just open up your account and say, look, what good deeds you did, what bad deeds you did. Well, it looks like your balance is pretty good. <laughs> Let's go to heaven. Or it looks like your account on the negative side is still go to hell. So we thought that somebody is taking care of all this thing. And therefore, we always have this comfort zone that Bhagwan is actively participating in my life. And he is guiding me or he is maneuvering me to what I am doing. But now this verse says, Bhagwan said, I am not doing anything. Na kartrutvam na karmani, not the doership or the actions are created in this world by Prabhu. One who has a Prabha is a Prabhu, the Lord. One on which my life depends is my Lord. The Lord is the one who sustains my livelihood. So my Lord is the one on whom my life depends. So He's the Lord of my being, my consciousness. As long as I am alive, I am who I am. As soon as the consciousness leaves me, I am no longer who I am. That dead body you won't call Nilbhat. You will get rid of him as quickly as you can. Because I am who I am because of the consciousness in me. So here Bhagavan says, Na kratrutvam na karmani in this world, is created by the Lord of your being. My consciousness, the self which I call myself, you call yourself, he call himself, she call herself, is not forcing you to do anything. It's not creating any actions for you. It's also not creating any sense of agency for you. It's not taking any part in anything which you're doing then where does this idea of me doing things come from? It comes from your identification with the conditioning of yourself. Navadware pure dehi naiva kinchit karomi It is 
the embodied one in this nine-gated city. He says, I'm not doing anything. But the one who identifies with this nine-gated city is the doer. And that identifier is my ego. That says, this is me. That's not me, that's not me, this is me. The ego is the doer because he's the identifier with the conditioning. So Bhagavan said, the self, I, the Lord of your being, is not forcing you to do anything, nor am I creating any actions for you. Na karma phala sanyogam svabhavastu pravartate. He is also not the one who is actively sitting down with the supercomputer and saying, Neil did this, this is the result. Neil this the bad, punish him. He is completely out of this business. He simply says, let the nature take care of it. Swabhavastu pravartate. Everything that is happening to me is happening because the way I acted according to my nature. Nature of my body, nature of my mind, nature of my intellect. And then, nature of the world, on what object I have acted. At my level of physical abilities, if I punch a guy who is 6 feet 5 inches tall, and about 300 pounds, what do you think the reaction would be? According to his prakriti, according to my prakriti. Swabhavastu pravartate. So Bhagavan said, in this world, actions are also performed by the very nature of the beings, very nature of my body, mind and intellect. And the karma phala coming to me is also dependent on the nature of the world. I always say I may be the best architect on this planet, but if there is no work outside, no matter how much efforts I put, will there be any any resource? No. Because the world is completely devoid of that need. But if I practice my efforts into the field where there is a need, which is compatible with my, my ability, then I will get the results out of it. So what is happening? The karma and karma phala are not dependent on Bhagwan thought I'm a good guy or a bad guy. Well, give Neil some projects, he takes Gita class on Sundays. My clients don't care whether they take Gita class or Bible class. They only care whether I can design their buildings effectively. Right? So, Svabhavastu Pravartha, everything in this world is guided by the laws of nature. Bhagwan says, I as the Prabhu is not involved at all. So, Please don't count on me. He is a big shocker for all of us. We always thought that no matter what bad I did, as long as I go to the temple, the coconuts I can offer, take care of it. So, Bhagavan said, no, I, I do not take part in any of that. Na adate kasyachit papam. I do not take sins from anybody. No matter what bad I do, Bhagavan says it does not affect me at all. Nacheva sukritam vibhu. And also I don't accept any good deeds. Bhagavan says you don't do anything for me. Because I don't accept anything. I don't accept any of your good deeds or bad deeds. Vibhu. 
He is all pervading. That self which is all pervading is not affected by any good deeds or bad deeds in this universe. Myself, my consciousness, which I considered my Prabhu, because I cannot sustain myself without him, the same self is also Vibhu. It's all pervading. So right now I'm burdened by my sins. In a sense, I'm burdened by what things I have done wrong in my life. I wish I had done this. I wish I had done this. I wish I had not put money in the market before it crashed. I wish I had bought Apple stock when it came out 25 years ago or whatever. But one said, but it's not affecting me, the self. The self in me is not tainted by my, my sins, my bad deeds, or my good merits. So all the good deeds and bad deeds happening in this world, and we constantly ask this question, why Bhagwan ko ke pata nahi chalta hai? What is this ISIS doing and tsunami and all this terrorist and all the thing happening? Kya kar raha hai wo upar ke? What is he doing? Is he sleeping at the wheel? He said, no, I really have nothing to do with it. Everything is happening as per the nature of the Prakriti. Once I have created the Prakriti, Prakriti is governed by its own laws. And we know the laws. Sattva, Rajas and Tamas. These laws and the permutation of combinations create this world of plurality. This world of plurality interacts with itself according to their own gunas and creates their own results. But it's, I stay out of it. Once you have created laws of the game, Referee only judges the player based on the rules of the games. Not what he thinks is a nice guy or a bad person. You have to play by the rules of the games. Once I sit in my car and turn my ignition, the car does not know whether a nice person has turned the ignition or a bad person has. It will go by as the laws of thermodynamics works in the engine. So Bhagavan says, I do not really accept any good deeds or bad deeds. Agnane avrutam gnanam tena muhyanti jantavaha. Then why we are not seeing this thing? Why we are not seeing that all this thing happening is very natural? And it is exactly happening as it should happen. The world is perfect, as Dan used to say all the time. The world as is, is the way it should be. But I constantly think this world is not appropriate. I don't know why everything is so messed up. You know, it's a chaos. But one thing, no, it's not a chaos. It's a cosmos. It's not a chaos. Things are exactly happening in your life as it should happen because what you did so far. Things will exactly happen in your future as you build your future. But then I am completely confused about these laws of the game. I'm actually participating in a game without knowing the rules of the games, basically. That's the problem. If I start playing football without knowing what the rules are, well, I'm going to be crushed. That's exactly what is happening with me right now. So Bhagavan says, why that is happening? This knowledge about the self is covered by the ignorance. Knowledge remains knowledge. Knowledge cannot be tainted by ignorance. Two 
do not have any relationship. But right now it seems like the knowledge is there because I feel I exist. But what is the core of my being, I don't really know. He said that's because it is covered by the ignorance. That's our causal body. We talk about the three bodies, the gross body, the subtle body, and the causal body. What is the causal body? Avidya, ignorance. He said, when did it start? Ignorance has no beginning. Knowledge has beginning. I know when I learned English, I can pinpoint a first class in a fifth grade when I learned ABCD. I studied in vernacular Gujarati, so English was a second language. I only learned when I was in the fifth grade. Deepak Reader was my first book, I remember. And Kulkarni was my first teacher who taught me English. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. I know exactly when I first started learning English. But when did I start my ignorance about Russian? Beginningless. I never knew Russian. And I still don't know. So it's beginningless. So avidya is beginningless. From the very birth, we are deluded about ourselves. As long as I consider myself to be a being, individual entity, identified with this limited self, which I call my body, my mind, my intellect, I am deluded about myself. This very identification takes away the knowledge about myself. The very identification of this space is the room space. Conditioned by the walls, floor and ceiling takes away the vision of universal space in my perception. I constantly see this space as a limited space. It is only eight feet high, wish it was taller, wish it was larger. I mean, I constantly remind me, I think there was a big mistake you did. They put a wall here. He said, well, I think it is fine. He said, no, but we can do this big Garba program and all that here. So I am conditioned by my conditioning. As long as I am identified with the conditioning, I will be deluded about myself. The self remaining where it is, the space remaining the same as the universal space, I can say it. So now the question is, am I going to be always in this ignorance? I mean, is there any chance for me? Is there a light at the end of the tunnel? And I say, yes. When I am in a forest and it's completely dark and I can't see anything, and I suddenly see a ray of light. The ray of light is enveloped by the ignorance, which is the darkness of the forest. But the very ray of light tells me there is a source of light somewhere. And then if I follow the ray of light, I'll find the source of light. Then I realize the source of light was always there, illuminating the rest of the forest. But there's something between I and the source of light was obstructing my connection with the source of light. The Bhagavan said, The tu tat agnanam esam nashitam atmanaha. The knowledge about the self, when it takes place, it will remove this darkness of ignorance. 
when I identify with this body, mind, intellect and the ego, which is all the limitations, it is all the assets and liabilities of my actions. When I give up the identification with the ego and identifies with the self, that's the death of the ego. Ego gets destroyed and I get identified with the self. When I'm in a deep sleep, I have no identification whatsoever in my body, mind and intellect. And therefore I'm in a perfect bliss. It is bliss out of ignorance, but it is complete bliss when I'm in deep sleep. There is no agitation about what I have accomplished and what I have yet to accomplish. But as soon as I start dreaming, there is a dream world. And there is accomplishment of dream world and the problems of the dream world. Once I wake up from the dream world, thank God what I think I was in the dream, I am not. But now I think who I am in the waking world. Then all the problems of the waking world are still mine. And all my accomplishment of the waking world are still mine. So when I even wake up from this dream which I call the waking world, then all the limitations of this waking world will also end there. So Bhagavan said, those who have woken up to that knowledge, their ignorance is destroyed just as there is a complete darkness, but as soon as the sun comes up, the darkness is destroyed. And we see the world as is. Ignani would see his self as is when his ignorance is destroyed by the knowledge of the self. We'll stop right here. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhagbave Om Shantihi 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 Harihi Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Harihi Om